Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, y'all. So I know I am beyond late on this, but I will be bringing on a fellow podcaster for one of either episode seven or episode eight, probably episode eight, because I didn't ask her yet. So um, and then one of my friends is really into traders, so I might bring him on as well for a different episode but you know me like if I say something do not hold your breath at all so as far as like updates about me I will do that in another episode because this episode is so tardy that I don't think I should give much of an intro because I don't know how well this particular episode will perform but man Like, we have been gifted with a show, a gem of a show that is so exciting. Like, you could teach a course, a literal college course on this show because it really taps into psychology, sociology, and just figuring out how to play people and how people turn. It's kind of like... um. Lord of the Flies-ish, Hunger Games-ish. Like everyone is just for themselves on the traders. And it's so fascinating to see. And it's funny because one of the, um, one of my favorite YouTubers, she said, you know, I wish that as the audience member, I didn't know who the traders were. And the show is fun because we know who the traders are. For us to not know who the traders are, I think it would be very monotonous and we would just be lost in the sauce, so to speak, of not really understanding what's going on. We would be like Sheree. We would be watching without knowing what is taking place. So because we know who the traders are, that's why it's fun. And man, it's like, I just want certain people to win And I'm going to be so upset if somebody I dislike wins. Like, I really, really hope that I am pleased with the choice. And apparently, I guess today or yesterday, it it was announced that Traders is coming back for season three. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it? Um, And I just need a great cast, just like in season two. And I was listening to a podcast And the host was saying, like, if you are an agent, get your um, reality star on Traders, book them on Traders. And then his guest co-host was saying Traders is the white lotus of reality TV. It's what's so interesting about Traders is that every single person I hear talk about it has the same enthusiasm across the board. Nobody's complaining about this show. It is so, 
so good. I'm glad I didn't see season one. I'm glad I, I started watching season two because apparently season one had half reality stars, half normies. But episode six, like I was really acting a fool. I was showing out during that episode. I was literally screaming and clapping and cheering like and I never do that for a reality show and not that often in just one episode that's how gripping this show is and I'm so emotionally invested in it I'm enjoying it it's like part of me doesn't want it to end like as as the number of people start to wind down like I'm already sad in advance but let me get into episode five, sorry, episode five, finally. It begins, of course, with Phaedra letting Parvati know that she is livid with her for, quote, throwing her under the bus. And Parvati and Dan are looking at Phaedra crazy, like with complete surprise and utter shock. Is this a white thing? <laughs> Is this really like, do you do someone dirty and then act surprised when they're unimpressed? I didn't really understand why poverty was so shocked. It was, it was so, so, I was baffled. So then we see Dan sitting down in a chair saying, I lit the stick of dynamite and I'm wondering how can I use this to my advantage? And that's the problem right there. Dan has been wondering too much. He has had no strategy. He has underestimated other players because he won Big Brother, but this is not Big Brother. I kind of feel like Dan could continue to to win Big Brother if he chose to be a repeat contestant today or in the future, but this is not Big Brother. And I think he's really struggling to understand how to make himself look like a faithful because pretty much everything he's done makes him look like a traitor. And so because poverty said that a traitor at the round table, she said that a traitor is a housewife, Phaedra was forced to vote off Tamra. And I hated that because, you know, Tamra deserved to be there even if she wasn't bringing so much to the table, I kind of feel like if Tamara remained on the show, she probably would have been good entertainment. So then at the banishment breakfast reveal, that's what I'm calling it, we see Miss Feifei Phaedra. She, instead of like trying to nail good lying, because I feel like Phaedra gets nervous, she puts food in her face and shoves it down her throat. So when everybody at the table or when people at the table are talking about Tamara's exit, we see Phaedra going, are there any boiled eggs? (laughs) Nobody picks up on the fact that Phaedra is not commenting on people being banished. Instead, she's talking about food. It's so, so funny as a viewer. Again, like what would the show be if we didn't know that Phaedra was a traitor? So then MJ says that the traitors must have chosen an easy winner to get rid of. And that's why Tamara was the sacrificial lamb. MJ is so smart and so incredibly dumb at the same time. I'm foreshadowing because we see we see what MJ does. So next we have 
a the bird sound mimic challenge mimicking challenge whatever that's what i'm calling it this challenge will or it currently remains one of my very favorite reality tv challenges because the challenges on the traders like if you had any self-respect and dignity before you landed and got into that mansion castle whatever that is where they film the series like the tasks are gonna make it the challenges are gonna make it difficult for you to leave the premises without looking like a clown and it's all in good fun and the show the traders it really isn't for anyone who takes themselves too seriously um it was surprising though to see Everyone who knows how to read a map do well in this particular challenge. I've always loved, loved, loved to read a map. Like, I don't know. It's just something that I thoroughly enjoy. And when I would be traveling, like I would be telling people where to go, even though I'm really bad at directions. Like, it's like, just show me a map, pass me your phone, show me your navigation. Like, I will figure it out. I'll figure out how to get you from point A to B. And so like somebody tweeted that they would love to see Sheree and Kevin on Amazing Race because Sheree's ass don't know how to read a map. It seems like Kevin's ass don't know how to read a map. And, um, you know, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna be nice. So then Trishel and Bergie, they win a shield. And then Peter, they call him Pilot Pete. He is determined to catch a traitor. And so he decides to throw the game by telling his suspects that him and his partner are the ones who won the shield. Now, I didn't watch season one of Traders, but what I could say is how genius, how brilliant is this idea? Now, the reason why this idea is so incredible is because not only is Peter lying about who has the shield, but by him only telling the people that he thinks are the traitors, he figures it out instantaneously. Bam, it's already solved. Because if he told everyone, I won the shield and so-and-so won the shield, then he wouldn't be able to narrow down who the traitors are. But the man is a genius and he picked two out of three correctly. All right, so then um, at the round, or sorry, so then Janelle tells her friends that she thinks, the people she thinks are her friends in the house, that she thinks that Dan is a traitor. MJ, of course, races to Dan and tells him that Janelle wants to vote him out. And this is why I said MJ is so dumb. Like, I don't know. Can you imagine being MJ and watching this back? Like, can you imagine how hard you're cringing or screaming or covering your eyes? Like, she looks so ridiculous. So Janelle is betrayed by MJ. Um, and the problem with someone accusing you of being a traitor when you are faithful is it's identical to what happens IRL. Like if somebody accuses you of cheating and you didn't cheat, it's impossible for you to prove that you didn't cheat. So how are you supposed to prove that you're a faithful when you have no evidence to support that you're a traitor or a faithful? 
So then next in comes Kate from Below Deck. And I'm unfamiliar with Kate. And I am unfamiliar with Below Deck. I think maybe I've seen an episode here or there. But Kate's personality is so strong. And you can tell she's such a see you next Tuesday that I'm instantly obsessed with her. And I'm so glad she's a part of this show. It's like, and honestly... I'm so glad that she's not a traitor because we need her energy. We need her um, attitude as a faithful, like, well done. Thank you for bringing her back. Apparently she was on season one because I like her. I I, I want to see more of Kate. I think she's really funny and really rude and she's perfect. She's really good reality TV. So then Kevin at the round table, he gets upset with Kate when she asks MJ what Kevin's name is and Kevin says how he doesn't want to be interrupted. And then John is like, okay, but Kevin, you were addressing everyone at the table. John is not here for the BS. He's quiet, but he's quick to check you. Like John is one of my favorites. And initially I wanted him out of there because I was being ageist. I didn't know him, ain't never seen him before. And I was like, why is he here? Get him out of here. He's not going to be good at the challenges. And then here he comes shining through with his personality, checking a bitch and being like friendly and nice to people. I'm like, I'm rooting for John. Honestly, I wouldn't be upset if John won. I just, I think he's sweet. And he just feels like a little pocket-sized friend. (laughs) Like he's just, I don't know. I think he's adorable. So then... John also says that Janelle has been consistent and a traitor wouldn't be consistent because now Janelle is under fire. Why is she under fire? Because MJ ran to Dan and basically gassed everybody up to say that Janelle is the problem. And I will say though, as much as I'm, as much as Dan hasn't had good strategy with this game, his speech about why Janelle is a traitor was great. That's the only great thing he's done on the show. So then Kevin tells Kate, um, sorry, 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 sorry. Kevin has a horrible temper, you know, when he, with him telling that Kate, Kate, that she wasn't listening, like he needs to relax. And then so Peter says that he thinks Dan is a traitor and Janelle says Dan is acting like a traitor and Dan doesn't know how to explain himself properly. Then Janelle and Sandra have a cute little, you're a traitor, you're a traitor, you're the biggest fucking traitor here. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm laughing because it was all over, it was all over Instagram. Um, just their exchange. And I, as a viewer, I appreciated it. I was happy. I love Sandra. I don't understand her. I think she's scary. She's grown. She got her braces on. She got that big old gash on her forehead. And, um, Sandra explained why she had that gash. She basically, it was like very early on in the show, she hit her head and then it just like, it remained there. When you think about it, there is this thing called makeup. You know, she just like has that big old mark on her forehead. Anyways, so those bitches ate and I was fed. Dan was smiling the whole time that Sandra and Janelle were going at it because he was just sitting there like, okay, well, you know, I don't think I'm getting voted off. So then Phaedra and a lot of others voted for Janelle. 
Janelle was banished. And I love that Janelle was the very first cast member and hopefully, hopefully not the last to address the group and say, I'm a thankful you idiots. Oh my gosh. I was so sad for her. You could see Janelle getting emotional and Janelle, like I really, I, I've only seen her on Traders and I really liked her. It's like, this sucks. All right. So then MJ is shook because, you know, MJ thought Janelle was a traitor. And then Dan is still refusing to name who he suspects is a traitor. Meanwhile, Bergie and Peter are especially suspicious because Dan told, let me just be quiet and smile. Like, that's not how you play this game. So then Kate is her own little genius, or Kate is a genius, like, she walked into the house. It's barely been in the house. And Kate already says that she's shocked that someone drank a drink that they were given in the house. And Kate says, quote, I'm not taking any wine from Parvati. Pour your own cup. She's saying, like, you could be poisoned that way. Like, Kate already named a traitor. Can you believe it? And she just got to the house. So then Dan wants to vote for Bergie. Because Bergie suspects him and Bergie straight up says to his face, look, I put your name down and I'm going to put, I'm going to keep your name on my board next banishment. Like Bergie is, <laughs> Bergie keeps it a buck. He really doesn't care for Dan. And he's just like very, making it very well known. Like, I know you're, I do not trust your bitch ass. So then Dan wants to vote for Bergie, of course. And even though poverty doesn't want that and poverty is so, so smart. She's like, look, because Peter told us who got the shield, they, Peter was lying. They got the shield. They go ahead, poverty and, and, um, Phaedra go ahead and let Dan vote out whoever he wants. Um, and, but Phaedra, she wants Dan to stay. So she really is like, look, she basically tells him he has to step his pussy up and name suspected traitors because it's not like everybody is, is catching on to him. So then Dan, he's overconfident. Um, when poverty and Phaedra tell him to be less obvious, he thinks that he's playing the game well, because, you know, isn't that what a lot of, um, men think? A lot of mediocre men think that they're thriving. So now that was my um, recap of episode five. Now let me get into episode six. Um, so I can't remember the last time, as I said early, that a show really got me like clapping like a seal, but that's what traders had me doing. <laughs> More so like hooting and hollering, making a lot of noise. Episode six was everything. And as some people have said, like traitors, like it just every single episode just gets better than the last. I appreciate it. So then um, we see that Bergie is still alive at the banishment breakfast and Dan is panicking. Like he is such a bad actor. He is so obvious. Peter got his, keeps his eyes on Dan in poverty because he sees that they fell into his trap. Poverty also looks worried Phaedra is just per usual comfortably playing dumb at the table so then Dan says um you know when Peter is just like look at the at the breakfast table he's like look I told y'all because I thought y'all were traitors and Dan says you told me but I'm not a traitor 
<laughs> and here's what I'm going to say to Dan's defense being I'm not a traitor. I believe that that was edited and I hope it was edited. I hope Dan said more than I'm not a traitor to provide proof as to why he's not a traitor because I don't understand what like he's not quick on his feet. So I don't understand saying I'm not a traitor. I don't understand how that's supposed to be convincing. So then Phaedra says, okay, I'm going to cut this meat. <laughs> she always is going for the food whenever it gets a little hot in the breakfast room. And it's, I mean, people fall for it. I Are they starving? Because nobody seems to mind that Phaedra, like that she just keeps talking about food. And so Dan says that he thought, Peter was not that slick, but he fell into Peter's trap, which, you know, that overconfidence with Dan, we see what happens. So then Peter, um, you know, is bragging about how he's going to take a traitor out. Of course, as we know, no one suspects Phaedra. Phaedra is called aside by Peter and she, oh, sorry, poverty is called aside by Peter and she just doesn't know how to convince Peter that she's a faithful. And Peter is convinced that she is. So it's like she should come hard, but she can't. They're like deer in the headlights. Poverty is flailing. And she just can't handle the most basic questions of Peter's. And Peter, meanwhile, Peter must have been like rock hard this whole time. Like, I'm about to get a traitor up out of here. Like, I cannot even imagine how excited he was. Peter is owning this game. And I love that this show is a redemption show for Peter. I did not like Peter. So Peter was a contestant on Hannah's season of The Bachelor. He famously effed Hannah three times in a row um, or in the same day in a windshield on the show. And then he became Bachelor and he was just like, it was like F-boy um, capital, like how he was behaving on that show. After the show, he picked, he let one girl go. He um, picked another girl. I don't even think he got engaged to the girl he picked, broke up with that girl, then went back to the girl he dumped and was with her for what, like two, three years on and off. Like I just... I didn't like him as the Bachelor, as a Bachelor contestant, Bachelorette contestant, or the Bachelor. And now I'm watching him on the show and I like him. And I also didn't find him attractive before, but his, like, the way how smart he is on the traders, it makes him attractive. And he also has more weight on than back when he was the Bachelor. And it, it actually looks good on him. And he has this, like, baby face that I didn't notice before, like, I just thought he was, I, I found him unattractive and now I'm like, oh, okay, you know, he could get it, maybe, maybe, but not at the top of my list, but if I, you know, if I wasn't sober, yeah, yeah, I would give it to Peter. So then um, Dan tells Peter, when I say I'm a faithful, don't feel bad. You know, he means if he were to vote him off, like, why would, why would Peter care? Why? That's literally the best that Dan can do is try to make Peter feel sorry for him. Like, don't feel bad when I tell you that I wasn't a traitor. That's what a traitor would say. Because a faith would be like, I will be so upset 
if you or anybody votes me out because you're going to feel bad because you were wrong again. That's what a faithful would say. But, you know, Dan, it's like he does the reverse of what he should do. So then Phaedra and CT, they look cute together at the challenge and people need to relax. Like, who cares? They're not, stop trying to ship Phaedra and CT. (laughs) Like, let's not do that. I don't know, like CT, Phaedra has always been really horny. Excuse me, I haven't seen um, Phaedra on Married to Medicine. She's done some other shows. But I just, come on, relax, relax. And and hopefully they did get it in, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm entitled to that information. I just don't like them two together. It, it's, it's gross for me. I don't like the images in my mind. I got to wash it out. So then Sheree manages to win the shield and she's very excited about it as she should be. And Sheree is one of the most low key players and it's definitely not strategy. She doesn't understand the show that she's on or how to play the game, but You know, when you could be under the radar like Sheree, you have a chance. Like Phaedra has a chance or kind of sort of did. Sheree has a chance. I think John has a chance. Like anybody who's just kind of coasting in a way and not pissing people off, like they could win. So then um, at the round table, we see that Dan really doesn't know how to play this game because everybody suspected Dan in poverty as a traitor. So why would he target someone that they didn't suspect? He goes and targets Phaedra and his reasons for why Phaedra are, why Phaedra is a traitor. They're just, they're just not good reasons. I think the best reason that he gave was Ekansu, but then that got shut down so fast. But Ekansu was definitely a smoking gun. Um, But anyway, so then Phaedra, as somebody said, like Phaedra takes this game really personally. Like she doesn't understand this is a game. (laughs) Like she really gets very, very upset. And she made it really obvious that she was a traitor by the way that she was making all her faces. Um, But I'm also saying this from an informed vantage point when I talk about her facial expressions because maybe, you know, clearly everybody in the room for the most part, it just believes that Phaedra is just annoyed because she's a faithful. But I thought she was a little too nervous and upset, but she's human. So then Kate defends Phaedra. And um, when he, when Dan talks about Phaedra comforting Larsa and she says, have you seen her? And I don't know, like, I like Kate. I like her. I love how she had her fellow Bravo celebrities back. Um, And just, it was funny. The whole, like, they said it was a problem for Phaedra to say, not my burgalicious. And, like, this is peak comedy, this show. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? So, anyways, John is so cute, like I already said. And he had a wonderful little speech about treason. Because John is, like, he acts like this is real life and not a show. And John says, treachery. I wish I could fake the accent right now, but I'm not going to torture y'all. Maybe on a future episode. But John says, treachery deserves uh, to be punished by punishment. 
Banishment should be your fate tonight. This guy is the silent slaughterer. And like, he's so, he's so into it. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable. So then, um, Dan, like, okay, so I, I put in my notes, all Dan had to do was go for poverty, but, you know, he did learn that day. He did learn. I like how Phaedra was like, cause you about to get banished. So, you know, the resurgence of Phaedra as a reality TV legend, it's giving iconic. And I know she's been on reality TV for a long time, but she is now exposed to a much larger audience and she has gained so many fans. Like this has really been so great. Phaedra on Traders is so great for her, her brand. The moment I saw her on Traders, I was like, please make this woman a trader. And she has been delivering. And I really, I'm very nervous for her, but I feel like Phaedra of all people will figure out ways to convince everyone that she isn't a trader, even though Trishel is on to her because I do think Trishel is racist. Um, and then everybody loved how Phaedra said, I do too much because you do too little. That was poetry, y'all. That was art. Like, that was good, simple wordplay. Dan gets banished. We have been hoping for this for weeks. Thank you for getting Dan out of here. Thank you to everyone who put his name on their board. Um, And when I watched the first time when Dan got banished and said he's a traitor... I felt that they were kind of chill considering that every week they got rid of a faithful. But then when I watched it for a second time to take notes for this recap, I saw how excited they were and it was really heartwarming. And I really love that Peter's click, um, he's formed a click. He will shut his door to he'll shut his room door and poverty or anybody's face so he can talk game and strategy like Peter for the win I don't know it's like when you think about how it's been fail after fail after fail every single week and it took Peter to be a mastermind to come up with a way so that they would not keep losing it's honestly enough to make me very happy if he wins this show so then poverty and phaedra they decide to promote peter i think that's a good idea because peter knows that it's poverty and i fully i believe peter is going to accept only because he knows he will be sent home if he does not and you know he kept on saying repeatedly i'm gonna be sent home i'm gonna be sent home he knows he's gonna be sent home and Peter is going to be the absolute best person to promote to Trader because Peter has a whole crew of people who will listen to what he said. And on top of it, think of it. Think about it. Like probably everybody in the house is going to listen to Peter because Peter has proven to be right. He's proven himself. So why wouldn't you want to listen to what the man has to say when he's the only one to get a traitor up out of there? So tomorrow is episode seven. The recap will come when it comes. I'm not walking into that trap. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because you know me. 
It's hard sometimes. A lot is on my plate, but I love this show, so I'm happy to recap it. Love you all so, so much. Keep coming back for these recaps because I'm telling you, I'm going to have at least one guest co-host that I can get into it kiki about this incredible show. Thank y'all. Please give me your five stars on whatever, if it's Apple or Spotify or wherever else that allows ratings. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. I'm hoping to put my episode out for the next few episodes for the rest of the season. Obviously much earlier than I did this time. This was, you know, an exception. Talk to you guys later. Watch the damn show if you aren't already. But if you aren't already, I I doubt you listen to this. Love y'all. Bye-bye.